Hi, everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and today I'll be talking about applying for jobs online and work culture once you get hired. First off, ageism is as real as racism, sexism, homophobia, anti-Semitism, or Islamophobia. It is rampant in the workplace, no matter what anybody says. We receive so many applications, please forgive us if we don't respond personally. Our team will review your qualifications carefully and will contact you if we deem you are a fit. If the job market is so hot and unemployment is so incredibly low, why is everybody looking for and applying to jobs and carpet bombing the application process to boot? Why do so many jobs offer such low salaries? Why do I have to constantly update my resume, attach it along with a cover letter, enter line item by line item each and everything already on my resume, which is plain to see with precise dates of employment and exits, fill out a text box stating why I am a perfect fit for the role offered when I already attached a cover letter, and provide my LinkedIn profile, which is an exact replica of my resume's experience and my pitch. What the hell is this? Why is it easier to get a credit card than to create an online employment profile? Why do I receive rejection letters telling me that I should return to the company's site for future opportunities and that my resume is being kept on file when a notification for the same job pops up a few weeks later and I am not contacted, considered, or deemed a good fit? Who? was such a good damned fit that they didn't last and you're going through this exhaustive process all over again and again. Who makes these decisions? What policy benefits any corporation or position they're in from shunning hardworking, efficient, loyal, no drama, qualified professionals? Why do I get hammered by multiple recruiters for the exact same position over a six to eight hour period and never hear from them again? Why does any recruiter call me or attempt to call me between 6.30 and 8 p.m.? How receptive do you really think I'm going to be to this intrusion? Why do I receive calls from AI recruiters? We have them now, by the way. Who abruptly hang up mid-AI sentence. Something something team player. Why do I have to hang around the office for an extended happy hour? How does this qualify anyone for a job in an office setting? Why am I supposed to want to play ping pong at work? How does any professional organization believe that wearing whatever the hell you want is acceptable? I am all for casual business attire, but shorts and t-shirts in conference rooms is juvenile. Why doesn't corporate America just make certain days look like you fell out of bed and didn't bother days? Why is this attitude so prevalent? 
I have dealt with ant and cockroach infestations due to open containers of spoiled food and condiments and desk drawers from people who are unkempt, undisciplined, indifferent, infantile slobs who show no more consideration to their workspaces than to others in common areas such as conference rooms, where they tear all connected devices apart from their intended apparatus and do absolutely nothing to reattach what they have detached, usually a few short minutes before senior leadership will arrive to engage in video conference calls, which all needs to be reconfigured on the fly by AV techs who have better things to do than run around in a panic. Same people make disgusting slobby messes in those same conference rooms and break rooms and have absolutely no consideration whatsoever for human beings while using restrooms. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to listen to litanies of complaints about the subhuman conditions so many people have had to endure regarding hygiene. It is stomach turning. And it makes me question the very basic fundamentals of so many people and the judgment exercised by those who extend offers to and manage the very same filthy degenerates who allegedly work side by side with us. I find many of these same people tend to push elevator buttons that have already been pushed by the people already inside and the buttons are lit, signifying that the destination has already been requested. But how dare you expect that they wash their hands after using the toilet? Why do I need to attend company retreats? Team building while you enforce a hot desking policy. Not only are there no more assigned desks, cubes, or offices, but you need to compete for a seat on a daily basis. And this instills a harmonious, motivating mindset in all of your staff. Building teams means you exert sound judgment, instill trust, and enable people to deliver a mutually beneficial outcome and environment for everybody and you provide financial incentive along with career growth. What is wrong with coming into work, doing your best, going back home to your own life and separating your job from you so you can take care of your personal business, maintain a healthy relationship with loved ones, get rest, get exercise, be refreshed and do your very best the next morning? What feeble belief has been inculcated into people that determines the resources value by the willingness to sit around and eat pizza on Fridays? Ice cream socials will get to the core of the deepest, darkest corners of everyone's personalities, and we determine who is going places that way. Or everyone gets fat by standing around eating junk food together to celebrate one guy's promotion. Why does anyone who does not work in or with HR ever want to maintain an ongoing relationship with HR? In my humble opinion, HR exists to limit the corporation's liability, and anybody who has an ongoing relationship with HR that does not involve hiring or firing or doing a contact from HR favor is a troublemaker, and they don't like you. You're a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. I love team dinners and enjoyable experiences. I have planned, coordinated, and executed very many of them to very many people's satisfaction and delight. The issue is the blurred social professional goalposts have been moved. We now stagger back and worship adults whose main personality traits are described by naming PC or video game titles ad nauseum, as if I am supposed to osmotically understand their personalities by repeating Fortnite or Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption or whatever the idiotic premise is, which will instantaneously instill a deep, profound meaning to my untroubled, childlike psyche. 
We go to conferences where the keynote speaker is as dull as dishwater, paces the stage with his or her fingers touching lightly and separated into the church steeple position, nodding pensively while wearing headsets and prowling around as if anything they have to say is as interesting as the most vital experiences anyone could ever possibly imagine. And then when they have finished boring the hell out of everyone present, the most expensive act the organizers could afford comes on to serenade them with their oldies or a corporate comic makes highly sanitized, sterilized jokes for the joy of all attending. Oh, ha, 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 great time, the best time, unbelievable time, fantastic time, fantastic time, amazing time, unforgettable time. Yeah. And uh, hooking up after leaving your expense dinner is fun, too. We have somehow come to the belief that we are exponentially more fascinating than anyone who has ever lived in all existence because we can utilize social media to, or more accurately, are desperate to, describe every minuscule single non-event in our mundane lives during the workday except for what we are actually supposed to do. Believe me, a digest of our activities and engagement will not only show us that we need to demonstrate personal restraint and our belief of our own personal magnetism, but that we are nowhere near as interesting as we think we are. Why is every stupid position and job title puffed up and renamed every few years when people actually do less and less on the job? Why is the inability to actually do anything the hard way a good thing? Why is an app for your mobile device preferable to actually knowing how things are accomplished from end to end? Why does anybody want this? We're rapidly numbing our collective selves to the embodiment of all this concisely embodied in the term disruption because very many people are intimidated by and frightened of it. The fear of missing out or fear of their very existence syndrome. Keep up or die, no matter which direction you happen to be headed in, because somebody or some entity, or rather entities, are profiting off of this, and the uncertainty constantly being perpetuated on top of the anxiety concomitant with day-to-day -day business culture drives mid, senior, and C-level management into a fearful frenzy whenever they feel threatened, especially by people more than 20 years younger than they are who think playing ping-pong in the office is part and parcel of the workday experience. Believe me. I have worked with quite a few people more than 20 years younger than me, and a good deal of them are not luminaries. So kowtowing to third-rate minds chattering away with the latest buzzwords is less than amusing. I tend to think that one needs a graduate degree in behavioral psychology to define key personality traits from engaging in or watching others play ping-pong at the office. All this for people who will spend two years max at their current position. Aptitude and experience quizzes, round-robin group interviews, and the implication that you are going to give yourself body and soul to any company willing to hire you is not exactly enticing to anyone who's been around the block and has, at the very least, a thumbnail sketch understanding of human nature. As Ben the Butcher of Bakersfield Richards in Running Man, the hilariously over-the-top and somewhat prescient Arnold Schwarzenegger movie's character said, The hell with you! I will not fire on helpless human beings! Except metaphorically because you have been ordered to cut resources for some vague nondescript line of reasoning and you have to make hard choices. It's not personal. It's just business. But I'm not bitter. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out.